Uh, this guy I've been watching a long time. Whether delivering uh, controversial opinions, I love his knowledge uh, in sports in general. I love his show, First Take. He's got a, a memoir coming out on the, I think it's the 17th of January. It's called Straight Shooter. Uh, a memoir of second chances and first takes, the aforementioned uh, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, good enough to join us for a couple of minutes here on a Monday uh, Stephen A., been watching you a long time. Good to have you on my program. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well, bud. Uh, before we get to the book, I got four things to ask you. Quick. I only got you for a couple of minutes. Yep. The Knicks, Jalen Brunson, they seem to be gelling. R.J. Barrett kind of coming into his own. I know you're a huge fan, as am I. Sideline, you and I have with the play of the team over the years, the ownership, we can get into that at another time. But are you starting to be a believer in some of the things happening at the Garden and in and around regarding the Knicks? No. No. Not yet. You are not. Um, listen, I still think that they're a couple of pieces away. My issue with the New York Knicks is the culture. It always has been. Um, I'm not sold on them because anytime you know you get your hopes up and stuff like that, stuff happens. And then, you know, you look at the decisions that they make or lack thereof, and then that leaves you questioning a lot of different things. So, no, I'm not sold on it. I'm always rooting for them. I never root against them, uh, but I'm certainly not sold. I've got a problem, you know, and I've, I've been on the record about this. You know, your president of basketball operations is scared, you know, to talk to the media and stuff like that. You know, he's pursuing Donovan Mitchell and got somebody else negotiating with Danny Ainge instead of himself, and they missed out on a star in this league that should have been in a Knicks uniform. Those kind of things concern me. We yearn for teams, what we see out of the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, who knows? Cowboys. Uh, you know, I find them to be kind of a different uh, type of team this year, Stephen. I know you're a, a watcher of the Cowboys and whatnot. Whether you're a detractor, it doesn't matter. This is a dangerous team. They seem to have a pretty good running game and in the tandem coming into play of what we're seeing here. Prescott's got some things going, and, of course, the all-world Mr. Lamb there catching passes. Different teams squeaking out a win yesterday. you believe that? They are very formidable. I won't sit here in front and deny that. I know that they're not the typical Cowboys team that we've watched them be over the years. Uh, they've got a vicious, vicious uh, you know, defense against the pass. When you got to throw the football against them, you're in a world of trouble. Because when they can lay back and just launch and get, try to get up to the quarterback, you're in a world of trouble. There's no doubt about that. I know that. I respect it. I understand that this is the best chance they've had in year of capturing the Super Bowl. Plus, things seem to be falling in line. Remember, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Uh, uh, and so in San Francisco, you've got a guy, you know, who's missing significant. You know, the very last pick in the NFL draft years ago, so you got that going on. He's just starting quarterback, even though Purdy's been playing Brock Purdy's been playing very well for them. So you got that as a problem. Um and Minnesota, I'm not a believer in her cousins. So when you look who is Dallas Cowboys beat forty to three, by the way. So when you look at Dallas, the only team standing in their way is Philadelphia. All I would say is all you need is one team standing in your way to prevent you from going to the Super Bowl. And that's good enough for me question the Eagles seem to be destined to do that we shall see third thing quick Yankees could make an offer to 
College Mendone today. That would be a formidable uh, individual to put in the lineup as far as the rotation, Stephen A. You need that. It's all about the Astros. I'm glad they signed Judge. I think they need more components here. They still have plenty of obstacles in the way, in my estimation, that in the form of Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson. Nonetheless, it's about fighting off the Astros. Until you can do that, to me it's about pitching. You must formulate a staff and bullpen to combat the Houston Astros, or it's going to be the same old, same old. You have that take, too? Without question. That's my problem. I mean, it was nice to see them retain Judge for $360 million, and you see the pieces that they have in place. But the reason why the Yankees haven't been back to the World Series since 2009 is because there's always somebody that has better pitching than them. That's what it comes down to. And so that's what really, really has to change. And that's what I'm praying will change. That's where I'm coming from with it. So I'm very hopeful uh, that they buffer that staff uh, because without pitching, you're not beating a team like the Astros. It's just not happening. So that we have to recognize that and understand that, you know, moving forward so we don't have to continue to revisit this issue with New York Yankees. Especially the addition of a Jose Abreu to to take on first base there for the Strohs. So we'll uh, see what happens. Still more th- time to come as far as uh, adding pieces. Uh, straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. I cannot wait uh, to read this, uh, uh, Stephen A. Um, you know, when you look at the in and outs of the book from what I was reading, uh, with your opinions, some of the challenges that you had to overcome in childhood as well, uh, all brought to the forefront here. Um, but you know what? You uh, you had a lot to overcome growing up and getting into the business. Give us a little uh, a little bit of a, an outline, so to speak, getting into play here. Well, the book is the, the book is the book is definitely motivational from the standpoint that I did have to overcome a lot. I did have a lot of obstacles, um, and because of that, I had you know uh, confidence issues and stuff like that. But it's motivational from the standpoint that no matter what obstacles are placed in front of your face, when you are willing to put in the work, when you're focused, when you're determined, um, and more importantly, when you, you, you have the wherewithal to take advantage of the opportunities that others accord you uh, in terms of their support, the love for you, their commitment to you being better or uh, being the best that you can be, there's almost nothing that you cannot achieve. And so that's the kind of message that I basically wanted to send to everyone that, you know what, don't let anybody write you off, you know, because there's a lot of kids out here, you know, particularly African-American kids and obviously many, many others in the Latino and the white community and beyond that have their own level of obstacles and their own challenges that they have to, you know, they have to, they have to overcome and this belief to give up. No, don't give up. This belief that today is bad as it is, that's going to be your tomorrow. That's going to be your next month, your next year. It's not the case. And so you got to believe in that. you got to understand that. And you got to continue to move forward because you never know where support is lying and wait for you to help propel you to heights unseen at that particular moment in time. And that's the real message that I wanted to send everybody. I wanted them to know that this was a motivational book. It was meant to inspire. It wasn't meant to do anything more than that. You know, and so that's what I wanted to do. Hustle, and you had a hustle. You know, you rose up as a high school reporter at the Daily News, and then you went to be a sports columnist, general columnist over in uh, Philadelphia and the Inquirer there. So, you know, you had to do a lot to sell yourself, right? It's about the confidence. It's about the overall hustle, and it's a crazy business, we know. Yeah, and understanding 
know what, it's not going to be easy because everybody doesn't want your success from you. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of people that don't want for you what you want from yourself. And you have to be mindful of that and march forward anyway, understanding that it's not going to go down like that. you got to persevere. And nobody's going to want something for you more than you want it for yourself. If you don't want it bad enough, you're not going to be able to find people who want it for you. And so you got to take that into consideration as well. And you got to make sure that you understand it's not just about you. It's about the people who loved you and supported you and pushed and propelled you to get to this point. All of those things matter. Straight shooter, folks. January the 17th, a memoir of second chances and first stakes with the great Stephen A. Smith. And you can catch him on, I'll tell you, first tape you haven't seen, especially with Mad By the way, Mad Dog Russo edition I love on a Wednesday morning. Uh, and we look forward to more of that. We My can't God. tell you enough, Stephen A. Good luck.